Welcome to another sparkling edition of Plank of the Week. And this week, with a bit of a difference, because somebody, very wisely, has actually sent me a plank. So we're going to be able to award it at the end to whoever does win this particular edition of Plank of the Week. Now, I should be able to remember who sent it to me, but unfortunately I opened it and the person's name and address were on the envelope, but there was no note inside. So I'm sorry, whoever did send it, thank you very much indeed. We'll get to that later. I'm delighted to say that today I'm joined by Dawn Neeson, a woman of many parts who's been in this very studio loads of times, as has Maya Tuzi, who's here with us as well. Um, both veterans of Plank of the Week. Both of them have been doing this for the whole year. In fact, you were probably two of the very first people that we uh, that we that we did it on, uh, surprisingly. So thank you very much for sticking with it. And uh, it's been a hell of a week for planks, you'd have to say. Let's start, Maya, with you. Uh, before we do that, though, let me just tell you, if you haven't done it, uh, make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel uh, and follow us uh, on YouTube as well, and we'll get all the, uh, the different videos that we put out uh, every single day. So, Maya, what have you been thinking this week, plank-wise? Yeah, so the first one, it's actually two people into one. Yeah. Tony Blair and John Major. Yes. Our favourite former Prime Ministers yes. who still think they're relevant. Mm. Who think that, you know, because they wrote an article together during the weekend uh, against Boris Johnson's new Brexit bill, which is kind of the internal market bill about changing the withdrawal agreement, potentially. And so their plan was to write that, to start a momentum in Parliament and outside to stop this bill. Right. And they haven't realised that since 2016, every time they tried to do something, it backfires. Yes. Uh, people actually decided to, like, because of that article, Boris got more support in Parliament. He now <laughs> hates Tony Blair, you know? Yeah. I mean, which I think actually is a little bit unfair, because mm. I, I thought Tony Blair actually, until... I like to get a face on her, right? Oh. See? Until, but oh. until he broke international law yes. and exactly. illegally invaded Iraq, yeah. Yeah. which yeah. seems to be his problem with this particular Brexit bill... Um, I thought he had been a pretty good prime minister. Yeah. I mean, he's blotted his copybook, no question, right? And now I understand why people hate him, because of Iraq. But up until that moment, yep. he was all right, wasn't he? I, I, it's, just all, it's just all the hypocrisy. There always yeah. was a lot of hypocrisy around him, I always felt. Well, I suppose so. But there's a lot of hypocrisy around all of them, isn't it? I mean, because they were later joined by David Cameron, the yep. bloke who got us into the mess of Brexit <laughs> in the first place by being a complete yep. plank. Uh, Gordon Brown, who wasn't even ever elected, uh, who claims to have been Prime Minister of this country this and had to be dragged kicking and screaming yep. because he, would, he was literally willing to do a deal with anyone to stay yeah. in Downing Street. Yeah. Well, that's the biggest problem. And Theresa May, who was useless. Well, Theresa who? Yeah. <laughs> but that's the biggest problem. So you got John Major, well, first you've got Tony Blair talking about Boris Johnson breaking international law. Yeah. And as you just said, he's, he's not the best person to talk about international no, law. No. John Major himself, he's the guy who prorogued Parliament. Then when Boris tried to do it, right. said, no, that's a bad idea. <laughs> what is wrong with these people? It's exactly. hypocrisy, isn't it? That's, it's straightforward hypocrisy. <laughs> it really is. I yeah. mean, you can't be any more uh, hypocritical, I don't think, no. also than, than a man like Tony Blair, who now makes his fortune. I don't know what he's doing uh, in terms of, you know, the old sun lamps or whatever it is that he's doing to make his face permanently kind of orange, right? Nobody takes the piss out of that for some reason. They do it with Trump, but they don't do it with but Blair. Isn't he one of the highest paid speakers well, in the world? Well, do you remember when he got, he got hired to be the Middle East peace envoy, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, he then got a job with, um, I think it was either Morgan Stanley or JP Morgan, one of the big yeah. uh, financial houses. And I mean, he literally coins it in at a rate of knots. Mm. And his wife, of course, Cherie, the human rights lawyer, who makes about a million pounds a minute whenever she represents people that should be thrown out of the country, but we get to keep them because of her. Yep. I mean, you know, these are not f people that we should be listening to. But we to, should be really. grateful that Gary Lineker's looking after all those people for us, so yes. shouldn't we? I mean... Yeah, he still doesn't seem to have found himself no. a refugee yet. He's no. been looking for five years now. Yeah. You know, ever since 2015, he said he was going to take yeah. one in. Yeah, 
there's a few hotels that there's a couple of them. Well, might you could be pop down to Dover and yeah, a couple of hundred yeah. arriving every yeah. day. You, mm -hmm. could have, you could just pick one out of a lineup. Mm -hmm. Lovely man. Lovely. Mm. <laughs> yeah, still employed by the BBC despite being white and middle aged. <laughs> yes, I know. Strangely. It's um, well, it's it's um, 1.74 million, is it? Is no, something like that? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. He's coping really on that well, one. Well, I mean, you? again, no. he's got a couple of other jobs as well. Just e exactly. <laughs> That's the basic you know, salary. Yeah. Mm. Well, he's got a very big house to run. He um, has, very expensive yeah. sons to look after who yes. don't appear to do very much for a living. <laughs> Spent all their time in Chelsea nightclubs. How apparently. did we move from Blair to, to Gary <laughs> Seamless link well, there. I think something to do with possibly hypocrisy. Yeah. This could be a so. theme here. We better have your first plank <laughs> then. Right, okay, my well, it's, it could be actually it could be pretty much anyone at the moment in the cabinet. Uh, I'm going to go though for Kit Morthouse, yes. who's the Minister for Crime and Policing. And policing, yes. Yeah, he's done a really good job so far, hasn't he? Any case, he is one of them, and Pritch Patel is another. One um, backing the rule of six, yes. which is on the rule of snitch, as mm. we're all now calling it, right. which is basically criminalising anybody and everybody who wants to see their family or friends um, more than six people. Well, also anybody who's got more than four kids, effectively. I mean, if you happen to have more than had made the mistake of having more than four children, yeah, well, this is, you can't even meet them. The, the thing yeah. is, with this, I mean, presumably you can't even be in the same house as them. Well, yeah. can you? This, well, this is the thing, isn't it? Everyone goes, I mean, Boris going, oh, it's very, very simple. This makes it clear to everybody. And it's like, no, it actually doesn't. Because yeah. which, which six are you including? And well, then you can go out with five people from different households in the pub, which is rammed with other people you yeah. don't know. But you can't have your kid's birthday party no. in your back garden. So if you've got five kids, for example, yeah. say, right, and um, you're the one that goes out to work because the mother's looking after the five kids, does one of them have to leave the house before you can go in? Well, I mean, but you're in the family <laughs> bubble, aren't you? Aren't well, you I bubbles? don't know. Well, the but firstly, they've, they've got rid of mingle. You can't even mingle anymore. That's one issue. My biggest problem with this whole rule of six stuff is that uh, the cabinet got together. They, they were voting on it. They came up with random numbers. Initially, it was eight. All right. And then a few of them was, went with six. And then they were still discussing it. They're like, uh, let's just pick six. I'm like, right. It's not evidence-based. It's no. not backed up by science. No. It's just random political well, decisions. Well, every other country's got a different number yeah, as exactly. well. Some <laughs> so countries have got like a few hundred. Yeah. And, We've and, got six. And, and why, why are we saying it includes babies and children, small children? Right. So mm. if you're having a kid's birthday party and you happen to have a baby in arms, mm -hmm. that counts that as one counts of the people. That counts as one of your six. It's, it's like a it's sort of supermarket sweep insane. thing, isn't it? It is absolutely. <laughs> you know, no more than. Do you remember the, during? In fact, I, got, I was f fell prey to this during the during the first part of the lockdown when nobody could get in the supermarket, right? Mm. And we ended up. I ended up somehow. It all got a bit more relaxed, and I ended up going to a local Sainsbury's, and I thought, better get some pasta. And my kids eat pasta all the time, right? So I picked up a load of pasta, got to the uh, the checkout, and she said, "Oh, you can't have this one." I said, "Why is that?" She said, "Well, you've already got six, mm. six packets of pasta." I said, "Well." Brilliant. And I wasn't stockpiling. I just thought, just, I yeah. don't know when I'm going to be back. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. they'll eat this in yeah. about two weeks. Yeah. That's it. You know, it's yeah. two weeks yeah. supply of pasta with two hungry teenage boys yeah, and course. me, yeah. you know, of and course. their mother. They weren't to know how many kids you've got at home to feed no. in any case. No, exactly right. But it's not like I was selling them on in the pasta <laughs> black market, you know. <laughs> but the worst thing about the rule of six is all of them, including Pretty Patel this morning, encouraging people to grasp well, their neighbours up. And she say. said she would do yeah. Yeah. the well, same. As, as did Kit Morehouse. <laughs> yeah. He said it first. Yeah. He was asked by Julie Hartley Brewer, would you, would you grass up your neighbour? And he went, yes. <gasps> really? This is not even common I sense mean, anymore. This is not the government encouraging people to behave. It's actually the government encouraging people to bully each other. Yeah. It's, it's, we're yeah. creating a 1984 society 
within society yeah. rather than coming from and the you're, government. You're, it's only going to end in tears, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, we're going to talk about COVID marshals, I'm sure, at some point. Mm. But the day somebody comes up to me who I don't know, who starts telling me to do something, Absolutely. there's going to be a problem, yeah. I'm yeah. afraid, because yeah. I'm not very good at being told be what to do. You might be seeing an increase in hospital administration. I think, I think yeah. yeah, but mm -hmm. obviously I would not ever no, endorse no, no, no. Uh, or recommend violence um, uh, in any way, shape or form. But, you know, people will be, will be upset enough to react. It's it's just wrong. And I, and there are people that are going, yeah, I'll do that. I'll, 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 I would, you know, snitch on my neighbours. And I just don't, I don't want to be living near those people. No, Surely, absolutely not. When all this started, we used to help one another. You'd go shopping for your neighbours. Yeah. You'd drop stuff I off for them. Yeah. You know, you'd take dogs for a walk if they're old and they really didn't want to come out. It was a community spirit. We're all in this together. Yeah. And now... It's, they're trying to divide us. Yeah. It, it's creating even more division and hate. And mm -hmm. with Brexit already, we've got enough of that yeah. already. Yep. It's well, it's like just... these people on social media who say, well, when they see, I know, yeah, Maya, you were out quite a bit. I mean, I'm, I'm going out because, you know, I think you've got to, you know, pay mm -hmm. money into the economy oh, totally. to buy dinners, lunches, drinks, all that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if you end up getting into an argument with some of these people who are sort of scared to go out, they're like, oh, you're going to kill me. Are you, this is what you want. You want to kill me. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. going to kill anybody. You're going to kill me. I just want to go granny. out for, you know, for a nice meal. Yeah. What's going no, on? Exactly. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah, Absolutely it's, mad. It's well, I'm going to move slightly away from, uh, from the COVID uh, crisis, although it's partly related. Philip Green, mm. you know, the world's most hated businessman, mm -hmm. uh, who really is obviously quite an odious bloke. And there's a lot I mean, of competition in that There market, is a lot of competition, but he sort of rises well. head and shoulders above everybody. Mm. And I mean, when this story came out in the Sunday Times, I think I was listening to somebody's radio show and they said, well, it would be Philip Green, wouldn't it? Because you would expect Philip Green to what, basically rip that? off. He's ripped off the, uh, the, furlough, the furlough scheme. scheme. He yeah. basically has taken tens of millions of pounds out of the government's coffers while at the same time sacking loads of his uh, employees. I think about 300 of them. Yeah. And while he sacked them and put them on notice, he somehow paid them at the reduced rate mm. um, of, uh, of their salaries while still taking the government's money. Yeah. And he basically, he was quoted as having said at a board meeting, we're going to take the government for all the money we can. And that's the kind of bloke he is. Yeah. This is the kind of bloke who puts everything in his wife's name, rides around the Mediterranean mm -hmm. in a sort of 200 million pound yacht. And he's just odious. Yeah. He really is. And he, and he treats his, his, his staff terribly. Yeah. Um, you know, he owns Topshop. His company's called Arcadia. You know, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of, you know, sell them cheap, pile them high type mm -hmm. stuff. I don't mm -hmm. object to that. And I really don't object to people being successful in business. Yeah. But there is a time, I think, when you just don't, you know, take the mickey out of a scheme which is supposed to help people when you yeah. don't need the help. Yeah, and all of this was done while he was on his yacht in the south yeah. of France as well. I mean, there are some companies who refuse to okay. take the furlough money <laughs> at some cost to themselves, but yeah. they thought that they would do the right thing. Yeah. I think there was one company as well, which I can't remember which one it was, that gave furlough money back mm -hmm. because actually they'd done all right yeah. well, the during, thing, the, yeah. during the Definitely pandemic. Blank, but the problem I have is that um, he's, he's, the whole case is now well known because he's well known. There's a lot of kind of mini versions of him, other CEOs and other big companies that are also doing the same yeah, thing, yeah, right. but they're hiding behind him basically because you know, he's obviously yeah. the only one he's who's been known. But there are so many of them like Philip yeah. Green as well. that's yeah. been accidentally yeah. or fraudulently well, they seem to think, Yeah, they seem to think about 10% yeah. of all of the claims, yeah. which is a lot of money, yeah. will be fraudulent. Well, I mean, I don't really blame the government for that because yeah. they did what they thought was right. Yeah. And if you're going to uh, you know, take advantage of, of kindness and generosity, I mean, it's like you... <laughs> offering somebody a lift home in your car and then they steal the car, mm. you know? I mean, it's not really your fault for offering them a lift, mm. you know what I mean? Mm. 
Anyway, so Philip Green's my first one. Who's your second one? Um, going with Kay Burley. Mm. Uh, so you're brave. You're a brave <laughs> man. <laughs> you better, better, you better hope she doesn't find out. I'm going to get cancelled. Yeah. Um, so Kay Burley interviewed Priti Patel this morning, and I have my issues with Priti Patel these days with a lot of policies. Uh, but uh, Priti Patel was sitting down. Kay Burley was sitting down after the interview. She, uh, Kay Burley stood up to talk to her colleague. Oh, she was actually yeah. in the same room. You yeah, know? literally. Yeah. And then right. she, uh, Kay Burley stood up, talked to the analysts, and talk about, and then they, they started talking about Priti Patel right. behind her back right. while she was still sitting, sitting in the studio <laughs> and, and then there was there was then a lot a of bad things as well they were saying well yeah we still haven't heard an answer from pretty like just ask her she's well, right, she's there. right wow. there but this is the sky news version of that's how what they do they trap you in and they, they you know they spin their own versions and this is a new uh, version i right. haven't seen that before this is really no. good <laughs> like, well i mean they're trying to convince everyone it's a new show it's yeah. the same show that she did yeah. before yeah. they just, moved, so just it. moved it into a different yeah. studio yeah. or mm. revamped the studio yeah. in some yeah, way and she's wearing some particularly unusual dresses i've noticed i mean the day one i think she's wearing this very stripy sort of zebra crossing style effect which doesn't really work i mean you do more tv than i do you know i mean i always think that and you always look very elegant on television Thank you very take much. The <laughs> to say so but you know the plainer the the, the outfit exactly. i think the better you don't color. want a lot of you're patterns not... you don't want a lot of you know sort of psychedelic colors going on stripes, no and told. these were these were the sort of hoops you know not stripes oh, up and down yeah. they were sideways yeah. which is never a great dress to wear anyway but it was really distracting because all you could see was his dress mm. you know and you couldn't your eye didn't leave the dress because mm. it was so kind of stark mm. you know what I mean mm. but I mean what, normally in TV they would have had some um, <laughs> flunky would have sort of come and tapped her on the shoulder and led her away wouldn't they yeah but it's just, just sat there and to be fair, again I, I have my issues with Pretty's policies these days but she she's remained really calm and collected if it were me I would have said I have I'm the saying, answer. Did she not say anything? <laughs> no. Did she not go, oh, excuse me, I'm still here? She's quite feisty, isn't she? Yeah, she was sitting in the corner just like smiling as usual. But then they're just standing there like talking but about isn't her. isn't this the other reason why an awful lot, and Piers Morgan will probably hate me for saying this, but a lot reason why a lot of them don't go anywhere onto television programmes anymore mm. because effectively it's basically just bear baiting. Yeah. They're just yeah. trying to get you to react. Yeah. They're trying yep. to get you to yep. say yeah. something that's going to get them on their own news yeah. exactly. because you've said something stupid or you've said yeah. something embarrassing yeah. or you've you know given something up that you shouldn't yeah. have. You know, And it's yeah. not really about actually getting information no, out no. of people. Well, that's like those, da those daily press conferences that we might now go yes. back to. We had one the other day, didn't mm. we? But it was all about the, the named journalists and we all know who they are. You the know, going for the gotcha moment, yeah. isn't it? It's like, yeah. well, so are you saying we yeah. have to cancel Christmas? Yeah. I can yeah. see that headline right now. now. You know, have you now accepted that, you know, you made uh, yeah. a terrible mistake yeah. Yeah, three months ago? Yeah, exactly the same question. So you, as a member of the viewing public, were learning absolutely nothing no. right. whatsoever. Right, yeah. exactly right. So... Um, second one from you. Right, my second one, I'm moving into the world of sport with this one, Why for a change, indeed. is going to be Lewis Hamilton. Ah. Mm. Now, he needs to be making the list quite a lot lately, yeah. funnily enough. Oh, has he? <laughs> yes. Oh, gosh, no, sorry, not I'm not thing. keeping no, no, up. It's not no, it's not a bad well, thing, because don't forget, at the end of the year, we'll be yeah. doing Plank of the Year. Yeah. I'm oh, pretty sure he's going to be in the top ten. Well, true. I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, talking about the fashion sense, he should be every week a Plank of the Week, <laughs> purely for the way he dresses as well. But no, this is um, after the Tuscan, Tuscany Grand Prix at the weekend where he wore a T-shirt um, saying, arrest cops who killed Breonna Taylor. Now, she was the American lady. She was killed in a drugs raid on her house by American police officers. Yes. That is a story. And she, I think, was, a, I mean, without wishing to suggest that she shouldn't have been murdered, I mean, she mm -hmm. was also a drug addict, wasn't she? Well, I mean, she, but she possibly was. But the whole point of, of, of Lewis is the fact that, um, you know, Formula One laws, like football laws, say you should not make any political statements at all yep. whilst you are taking part in that sport. So, and, and now they're investigating as to whether he broke the regulations. Yeah. Well, of course he broke the regulations. Of course. He 
was wearing a T-shirt they, with it on. But the problem with the Lewis Hamilton... I love how they're always investigating whether the regulations were broken. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's stupid because, like, but they hide behind. Again, there are a lot of these political causes, and I'm calling them political causes, uh, but because they framed them in a social sense. So yes, whether it's yes. Extinction Rebellion or Black Lives Matter or any of these, um, from their perspective, people like Lewis Hamilton say it's not political. Yeah. Uh, whereas, you know, but when you look at the organizations, whether it's Extension or the others, they are political organizations. Yes. Um, no one disagrees with the actual cause. No, no absolutely. Like, you know, yeah, we have obviously not. Black Lives and, Matter yeah, and all that. And of course, Breonna Taylor, you know, what happened to her needs investigating. Yeah. There needs to be an investigation. Yeah. And, and there you probably know, already is an investigation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, but I mean, he's saying, you know, they should be arrested. Well, they should be, obviously. But and the, the, point, <laughs> the point of this is yeah. no political messages is the rule. Yeah. You've broken it yeah. on your T-shirt. As you did with Black Lives Matter, yep. as you say, Maya, the calls, absolutely, yeah, we all need to think about that. But the political side of yep. Black Lives Matter being promoted by a multi-multi-millionaire who flies around the world in private jets yep. and then sort of like drives the most expensive cars in the world yep. and he's back in a group that yep. wants to get rid of capitalism. Yes, it doesn't make a lot of sense, does no. it? He also, on the, I don't know if it was the back of that T-shirt, but I saw another picture of him wearing a T-shirt and on the back of that, it had all this stuff like, you know, black power, trans power... Yeah gay power, Everything. student power, and somebody wrote uh, a tweet to me and said, why hasn't he got horse power there? <laughs> you know, because that really is what it's <laughs> saying. Really because, clever, you know, which it? I thought was very that's, funny. That's what it's about. But I mean, it's the same, which you remember a few weeks ago, this is I think the last time he was on Plank of the Week, where he was on that boat mm. with his little dog. Yeah, and, and somebody was clearly filming it, right? But he said he was all alone That's on right, the boat, yeah, and yeah. so presumably either he had a, the biggest selfie stick in the world, which was pointing <laughs> halfway out into the sea, or somebody was actually filming so it. You know, yeah, <laughs> and you know sometimes it's nice to get away. Get away from what uh, your yeah, luxury multi-million yeah, pound yeah. lifestyle, yeah. and the supermodels, yeah. really. Yeah. Give me a small break. I know, I know. Uh, listen, I'm going to give it to the Ministry of Transport for my second one, not because of their hopelessness over the quarantine issue, mm -hmm. which is one thing. It's bad enough. I mean, only Grant Shapps could have called a quarantine on, on the country he was actually on holiday in while he was there, which is what he did. Remember, yeah. he, he yeah. was in Spain on holiday. Mm -hmm. and everybody went, Where's Grant Shapps? Oh, he's in Spain. Oh, <laughs> he's going to have to quarantine when he comes back then. Although I don't think he had to, because I think he was accept mm. an exemption. No, this one is more about uh, closer to home. They've decided that NO2... Uh, which is nitrogen oxide, apparently, mm -hmm. uh, is very high uh, in certain parts of Britain. And in order to reduce it, they're going to have to get pollution levels mm -hmm. down. So you're going to do they're not going to ban cars. Not yet. They're going to reduce the speed limit on certain bits of motorway right <laughs> up and down Britain. Now, the problem with this and I've, I've had it looked at by actual scientists who say that whether you're driving at 60 miles an hour or 70 miles an hour, you're still burning the petrol in the petrol tank. Right now, unless you're in an electric car, you are still going to burn petrol, which yeah. is still going to give it's off still, NO2, yeah. Yeah. which is going to be exactly the same as it would have been if you were doing 70. Yeah. Now, of course, I've seen through this and I reckon that all it is is another ruse to collect more money because here's where they're doing it. Right. Uh, they're doing it uh, on the M6 between junc Junction 6 and 7 mm. near Birmingham. So you'll be tooling along, you know, luckily, if you can get up to s 70 miles an hour on that stretch. Yeah. Um, and then you won't know that it's suddenly gone down to 60 yeah. and they'll clock you yeah. and you'll get a fine. Yeah. And that's what's going to happen. They're also doing it. Let's see where else they're doing it. They're doing it in uh, between junctions 33 and 34 of the M1. I mean, what difference is it going to make? One, there's a one, one stretch of motorway that's about four miles long. And then the M5 between junctions one and two. Like, what? Like, well, you know I why mean, they're doing this because they, 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 they're there to keep the other side kind of quiet. It's, it's, as you said, they're going to grab the money and they're going to waste the money on some random. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. 
Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Program that say, oh, we're doing something with yeah, the environment. It's not going to even fix the environment. It's just that to show that they're doing something. No, but has anybody explained the concept of air to them? Because Hot air, I'm sorry, doing you know, of. so between junctions one and two on the M5, the air is going to be so much cleaner that people want to live there. Is that what you're telling me? But do you, do you I mean, you know, I think pollution has got so, so clever now. Mm. It knows where it can't, can and can't yeah. go. It's like right. coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, coronavirus knows. <laughs> coronavirus Does it go on trains? Yeah, no, it, 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 can, it can now tell the <laughs> time no, the as well. the great thing about coronavirus is it also doesn't affect anyone who's on a protest march. Yeah. You can't yeah, get yeah. it that no, way. No, 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 as long no. as you're marching and you've yeah. got a placard, yeah. you won't we get it. We did discover supermarkets recently. Absolutely fine. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. And if they bring the curfew in, coronavirus can yeah. now tell the time, obviously. Yes. Wall boys, 10 o'clock, come on. We're out of here. You made a good point about that, didn't you? I saw that... I know you probably don't remember every tweet you put out for obvious reasons, but he basically said, look, if they put a curfew of 10 o'clock because they want young people to stop drinking, mm. they'll just start drinking earlier. Yeah, yeah. start at six. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, I will. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and they just, let's be honest here, they're just going to go to one another's houses, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, exactly, which and apparently is worse gonna, than going to the pub. Of course it is. It's yeah. a smaller I still don't really get that. Yeah. Oh. I don't get that. I mean, why is it worse in a house than it is in a pub where you don't know anyone and you don't know where they've been not, or who they've been with? It doesn't in make any In the house, sense. you know who you're with. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't make My kids, sense. right, have gone back to... One of them's gone to an FE college, one of them's gone back to school. The one who's gone back to school sits in a classroom with a load of kids, right? No social distancing, because they don't have to. No, um, you know, glass screens or anything like that. But he has to put a mask on when he goes in the corridor, right? Mm. And he's not allowed to travel to school with any other member of his class, even though he might be sitting next to them. Mm-hmm. It's just... Huh? Well, it's it's, it's well. like it's like the whole Christmas dinner thing, isn't it? I mean, you know, you're okay to go and have Christmas dinner with your family and friends, provided you take a shotgun and a grouse. Yeah, yeah. you're fine. Can you imagine um, Christmas Day though? Some bloke knocking on the door to see how many people are in I the know. house. Can you imagine? You imagine what I mean? Yeah, yeah. and that's that what my husband's doing. Well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So yeah, yeah. Just don't load the shotgun so, though, people. By yeah. the way, it's dangerous on Christmas Day. Yeah, we're not Day. recommending that at all. <laughs> Number three for well, you, Mike. Right? So that reminds me of a third one, still kind of related. The COVID marshals, or as I call them, Boris's stormtroopers. Yes. Um, I don't understand the point of them because they're... So they're going to get paid, apparently, about £30,000 a year. They're going to go around with no real powers, 
They're just going to tell people off. Yeah. These were the these were these were the kids who had, like when they were obviously younger, they were like control Free freaks, so they had some yeah, issues and yeah, all that. Yeah. So they yeah. they loved like grass people out and all that. So it's it's going to be quite weird because if they come to me at a pub, yeah, because. Uh, because they're not fully trained. Then, like this is this is a sort of thing that you know, kind of like policing. You need right. some sort of training. It's yeah. not easy to do. They're gonna go around. Uh, they're gonna have to guess how big the groups are, especially if you're standing outside how, the pub. How do you tell right. who's in what group? And all I have to do is just tell my couple of my friends walk away for two right. seconds. Yeah. We, can, we can see them. They, they yeah. wear like high vis jackets. I had a conversation jacket. with somebody on the on the phone the other day who rang in, and I said, and they said he's very he's very straightforward. You're not allowed to go out in more than a group of six. I said, well, what if there's say ten of you, mm. and you arrive at the pub? Mm-hmm. And five of you go and sit over there, and the other five go and sit over there. Yep. Are they breaking the law? No. Yep. But when they are standing outside the pub as a group of ten, they are breaking the law. That's it's ridiculous. That I mean, I was ridiculous. at a lunch last week, um, seven of us, right? But it's quite a small restaurant yep. over in West London, and there was a table of four and a table of three, right next to each other. Yeah. We were obviously together, mm-hmm. but I don't see how we couldn't do that even now. You could still do it because it's three and four, yeah. but it's actually seven. Yeah. Yep. But again, I went to the pub yesterday, uh, Westminster. And you went to a pub. No. I mean, that must be a rare outcome for you. Yeah, nothing happened. No, it's, it's, again, nothing this, happened. It's, nothing. What were you expecting? <laughs> nothing happened. What were you expecting? No, no, I mean, I, it's now I, like you're expecting to get arrested every time you go out. Yeah, nothing. Well, know. yeah, but no, it's. I um, to make it home safe. You I, know, I think it's just it's, it's just a gimmick. It's just a gimmick. Just like these face masks, like you know, with supermarkets, they're not really enforcing it. A lot of shops no, don't enforce. Or Uber drivers are not really enforcing are it. They not? No, no, I, mean, I haven't. I, yeah. Since I was in an Uber and I wore one, I haven't used them again because yeah. um, a lot of them don't. I don't want to sit in a if car. Just like ask that. Them, in like... fact, my son was up here the other week and we went over to Allgate for dinner, mm. and I said, "You know what? Let's just drive," <laughs> because I wasn't going to drink. Mm. So I was with my son, um, and so we just drove over there mm. and parked um, uh, in, a, in a car park about sort of five mm. minutes walk away, mm. um, rather than sit because I thought I don't want to sit in a taxi with a mask on half an hour there, half an hour back. Mm. You know. Mm. See, I'm going to the gym every morning. No masks. Really? Sweaty. Yeah, it's a spinning gym. Sort of like we're all in there See, together. Seem, some gyms seem to have mask wearing yeah. as, as, a, as a necessity and others don't. You can't, not when you're not in a spinning gym. Maybe if you're doing weights, you can. I mean, I know we're, we're going off the track here. But the sort of people that are going to be these marshals, you just know what they're going to be like, yeah. don't they? Okay, they are yeah. going to be officious. They're getting paid quite well as well, aren't they? Pretty yeah. I didn't know they were getting paid. Yeah. I thought you had to volunteer. So, yeah. so you're going to have Ed Miliband doing it. <laughs> you're going to have Pretty Patel doing it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't eat that bacon sandwich like that. Here's, yeah. I'll show you how to eat a bacon sandwich. Don't. God, yeah. God, blimey. That's a good one, though. I think it's very COVID sort of uh, testing, is, isn't it? What, what else is well, everyone talking well, about? True. It's I very know. true. And also, everyone, I think, now is at that point. And I was talking to Kevin and about this a little while ago. People are just fed up now. Yeah. There's more and more people yeah. who don't actually care anymore. Yeah. yeah. And I, they're just, I, they've I, had enough. I must admit, I'm sort of, I mean, I'm doing everything I have yeah. to do. I'm sticking by the rules. I'm wearing a mask when I have to wear a mask. But part of me... Mm. Because you know that there is no joined up thinking behind it. As you said, like, well, let's just think of a number and, yeah. and, and go with that one. It right. doesn't. So part of you and everyone must be thinking the same now. It's like, well, it's all getting a bit silly. I and I don't know anyone that's going, oh, no, well, we're going to have to cancel Christmas dinner with the family because, you know, we can't have, you know, nan and granddad around. I mean, it's a like, everyone's going to do it. been affected by because his, his two daughters, twins, were supposed to have their 30th birthday party like this week, next week. Yeah. And they've had to cancel it. You know, because there's nothing, I mean, if you're in that kind of situation, there's nothing you can do, yeah. which is awful, you know. It's so sad, that's why it's like blaming all the youngsters. I feel sorry for youngsters. Well, they told them to go out. And yeah, then... yeah, yeah, and you're missing out on yeah. so much of, yeah. of what being young is about. Yeah. I mean, it's all right for us, we go and have a cup of tea, but, 
you know, I mean, you know, you're not. You I know, know, I was out nearly every day last week. I was exhausted. You're not young. <laughs> you know, I can't Probably, do it anymore. It. I was like, what? <laughs> I somehow messed up the calendar. You know, I accepted all these invitations at the same, at different times, and then went, oh God, mm. there's one after the other. Yeah. But um, I'm going to go. Uh, have you done your third? <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, get on with it. Will you? We haven't got all day. I don't think you can talk to me like that. Go to the yeah, pub. we can. Okay. Yeah. Right. Go to the pub. He's got a pub to go yeah. to. He's young. This is right, also I've, I've got to be used for hitting people if they get out of line. There's so many planks. I've actually got a book full. But I'm going to go for. I know this is another one that I think I've done before. That's the right. BBC. Doesn't matter. The BBC regular appearances. Uh, yeah, and this why is. Why wouldn't they? Uh, well, and this <laughs> is the one that's really got me speaking as a lady of a certain age, mm. which you may have noticed. Um, Sue Barker. Yes. And a question of sport. Yes. And the fact that she has been let go, I think the BBC think put the it, because they it, want yeah. to revamp it, along with um, who is it? Um, uh, Dawson and Phil Tuffin, isn't it? Yeah, so Matt Dawson. Phil Tuffin. Matt Dawson. Yeah. About, yeah. Don't revamp it. If you're going to do something like that, why don't you just invent a new show? Yep. It's been on the air with her for 24 years. She's right? done it for 24 years. I the seem show to is remember. 50 years old. I seem to remember watching it before she did it. When I can't remember who it was that was in charge of it, but it was uh, it was that rugby player who Bill had one. Bowman. Of, it was, was, was Bill, Bill Bowman, Bowman yeah, was one was, of the captains, yeah. but before him there was. I mean, I I watched it oh. back in the seventies, probably right when it was funny. But I haven't watched. It. I don't think I've watched, I it, watched it this it century. For a long time. I don't think I've watched it this century. No, no, I haven't. But the point of revamping it and the BBC are going out for that young, trendy audience, which doesn't yeah. exist. By they're the way. they're all watching exist. my on, on uh, YouTube. Yeah, they're watching on YouTube. I mean, they're not going to start watching a question of sport, are they? They're really not. their priorities are so wrong. The whole organisation. That, you know, they're spending all this money on like this diversity program. Hundred million. Uh, yeah. Hundred million. Yeah. It's a lot. And you know, we, we complain about like Gary Lineker's like salaries and all that. But hundred million on just yeah. one random program that we don't even know what the yeah. outcome is going to be. Oh, no. uh, they got this new boss who you know s- talks to you know says all the good things we're going to reform and all this sort of stuff. Right. And I think it's all going to be gimmicks again. Like you know, some of these pay cuts and some other kind of removal yeah, yeah. just a bit Well he came weird. out and said did he not that they couldn't any longer be political on Twitter and social media yeah, but except, for Gary except for Gary Lineker <laughs> but, but Gary Lineker's fine and yeah. you go what? I know, How does that I know. Work? Well, and, you know. and talking to Mr Lineker <laughs> who I do think is, is quite amusing sometimes it has to be said I mean you know Sue Blesser 64 she's been given the elbow Gary Lineker, £1.74 million a year. Yeah. He's 60 in a few weeks' time. Yeah. Well, it doesn't mean you should get rid of him. Do, but no, it, no, it doesn't. I'm Careful. fighting for our age group here, Mike. <laughs> I'm all for the middle-aged woman, and we're actually going to yeah. start marching, etc., etc. Yeah, me too. Um, with placards. Um, but, I mean, what's the difference between, you know, a middle-aged woman yeah. and a middle-aged man? Well, no difference. None. No. I mean, Sue Buckle wasn't even on that much money. Well, exactly right. Mind you, it turns out that their new diversity programme is going really well because a lot of white women now seem to be getting paid almost as much as all the yeah, white the, men. Yeah, the white men, yeah. So I don't think that's what, I don't think that's what diversity I, I, means, I, I, is no, it? No, 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 no. Well, well, I mean, the new pay rises have just come out, haven't they? Yeah, no, that's all right. Out today, literally. Yeah. And, and suddenly, uh, because they have spotted the fact that they pay men a lot more than women, right. we're going to, you know, it's a token gesture, virtue signaling. <laughs> well, I just, just want to say, I just realised, we're talking about a lot of other planks, a lot right. of, like, important ones, like, you know, the COVID, government... This got so heated about <laughs> the BBC that compared to the others. Yeah. <laughs> you, know what, you know what gets me? Because obviously they are discriminating against my age group. Exactly. And the only time they care about older females is when they're nicking their free licence off them. Yes, yes. That's what really annoys yes, me. Yes. They are going to criminalise my exactly. bloody mum. And that is the worst part of all of it that they're doing, right? That is yeah. the worst bit of all of it. Yeah. Because they don't need to. Yeah. They could easily cover that yeah. some other way. Actually, I went on by the, uh, the weekend, just, just for the hell of it, shows you how boring I am. Um, I literally went on the BBC's um, Opportunities Jobs page, right? There are thousands of jobs mm. in the BBC which are currently on offer. Now, this is an organisation that's supposed to be saving money. Yeah. They're supposed yeah. to be cutting back. Yeah. One of them was in New York. 
<laughs> as rights, rights manager for, for BBC Worldwide, so selling advertising for the BBC. Oh. You do realise you, 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 you haven't applied, have you, Mike? Well, I thought because about Because you it. have got Bob open. Well, I've got no chance. No, absolutely. I mean, I'm the wrong colour. Being white, being now, being old. Go with the COVID, Marshall, it's easier. Yeah, <laughs> you may be right. Absolutely. I'll get, I'll, do you think I I'd get one of those? Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's the same problem, though. Maybe they're not, they're not <laughs> looking for people like me. You know, God knows. Now, my final one is Rada. The Royal Academy Rada. of Dramatic Arts. You did actually go theatrical there. Rada. Did you notice? Rada. 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 You have to say it like that. You can't Rada. say it. Rada. I mean, if you're like Northern, you can't say Rada. You, Rada. Have, to say, you have to say Rada. Rada. You know, because uh, it's awfully posh. And that's where you go if you wish to be like, uh, you know, old, what's his name? Mark Rylance. Ew. Did you know that that's not his real name, actually? He changed it to make it sound a little bit more exotic. Well, Mark hasn't that exotic though, isn't Rylance, <laughs> He's also, in fact, I almost made him and a bunch of other people planks for signing a letter about Extinction Rebellion. Um, and actually, Robert Colville wrote a great tweet about it because he went, just in time to prove that Extinction Rebellion doesn't just represent a lot of elitist white middle class people. And it's all like Julian Moron, yeah. Sir Mark Rylands, yeah. you know, what's her name, Emma Kennedy, yeah. have all signed this piece of paper saying that, you know, they're very much in support of Extinction Rebellion. Absolute idiots. Anyway, but no, RADA, the students at RADA, who are all terribly well to do, you, know, you don't get many from Bermondsey no, going there, many, do you know what I mean? Not many, um, not, not many from Bethnal Green, there, you know. No, no, no. And anyway, they've decided that. Uh, they don't like George Bernard Shaw, who happens to be one of the great sort of playwrights of yeah. the age. I mean, no matter what you may think of, um, of, of of his stuff, if you don't like it, he wrote Pygmalion, which turned into My Fair Lady. Incredibly clever Irish guy who uh, once said something so funny that I've used it a few times where um, he sent two tickets, uh, I think, to um, to Winston Churchill for one of his opening night plays and said, please bring a friend if you have one. And uh, Winston Churchill came back with, I can't make it, but I'll come to the second night if there is one, which I thought oh, was great. One of those great sort of British exchanges, you know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they have a theatre at RADA, uh, which is called the George, Bernard, the George Bernard Shaw Theatre. But they've decided that they want to change the name. Mm. Even though he's one of the sort of godfathers of 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 plays of 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 art of the arts of literature, right? <laughs> Apparently, they found out that he was a bit of a supporter of eugenics, oh, right, oh. back in the day. But I mean, again, it's part of you know. By me saying this does not mean, by the way, just in case anybody's wondering, doesn't mean I support eugenics. <laughs> um, just to clarify. But you know, <laughs> it's about the fact that he lived in a certain time. Yeah. He wrote certain sort of academic papers yeah, yeah. and he like lots of other people in those days believed in lots of things oh, yeah. you know and they think he might be a bit of a racist they think they're talking about how he he might have yeah i love it right they, oh he might have been a bit of a racist he had apparently been uh, had, had made noises about hitler um, that he you know was vaguely in support of hitler at some point or other vaguely in support yeah of. well this is okay. what they're saying you know because they found bits of writings which they say well look here over, look over there and you just think just leave it alone, will you? What's wrong with you? Why on earth are you doing this? What are you, why are you tearing down the culture that we have? Yeah. And what are you going to rename the theatre? What are you going to call it? What next? You know? What, haven't they done away with Darwin at one point? Not, not Rada. No, they not Rada. Rada. Yeah, no, the, natu the Natural History Museum, which has a huge statue of Darwin right in the foyer as you He's go in. He's a bit in. Fiona, isn't he? Well, I mean, the thing is, uh, he could have been a bit of a racist, you know. Right. You know, even though he actually wrote The Origin of the Species, yeah. discovered actually what plants and animals and all sorts of things actually behaved like and was a great kind of father of modern natural history yeah. oh we can't no we can't have no, his name associated no. with the museum no. same as the bloke who started the british museum they've got rid of him as well yeah. 
because he might have, you know... Might have they're all blokes, so maybe there's actually a good yeah. point to get rid of all you's lot. Yeah, so George yeah. Bernard Shaw Theatre is probably going to be no more. So if you want to go what, there what before... What are they going to call it in, in Snowflake Central? Maybe they'll call it after, uh, what do you call them? Diversity, the old um, dance troupe. I quite like that. I quite like oh, Ashley yeah. Banjo. The Diversity Theatre. Yeah. Diversity, yeah. Mm. Blimey. Anyway, so there's the nine then. So we've got... Um, Ooh, that went so quick. We've got to whittle it down, right? So um, why don't I pick yeah. my favourite one of yours? Yeah, so I'm you've got, what are, your three? what are your three? Uh, got um, Tony Blair and John Major. Yeah. Then we've got the COVID Marshals yes. and Kay Burley. I know what you're going to go for. <laughs> I, think, I think it's the COVID Marshals, isn't yeah. it? It's got to be the <laughs> COVID Marshals. Even though they don't actually exist at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, they've, they've been seen. Oh, I've, I've, seen, I've seen them, yeah. Oh. yeah I've, I've been sent people, pictures for all over Britain oh. of people with the high-vis jacket on. Actually, now you mention it, there was one when we were down in Cornwall. <coughs> but they were just saying, you know, this no, way to the museum. No, but these ones are actually wearing. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, wording mm. on the back, which says something like COVID-19. Marshall. Officer, it's like a group, don't they? <laughs> oh yeah. Well, what so, you? Um, so, so do pick... you want to um, do you want to pick Dawns yeah. then? Right, mine were um, BBC. Yep. Um, sorry, I'm just going to get my glasses on again <laughs> and uh, um, re re refer to my notes. Um, let me see. At uh, the BBC, we had uh, Lewis, Lewis Hamilton. Hamilton. Lewis Thank Hamilton. you very much for remembering that yeah. one. And Kit Malthouse. Oh, yes. Ooh, I'm going to go with Kit. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, I mean, Lewis, Lewis is normal. He always yeah. does that anyway. He's I mean, Kit Pretty, regular. Ed Miliband. I mean, yeah, all, all of them. All yeah. that, but I mean, yeah, we'll go with Kit, shall no, we? Considering he's in charge of crime. Yes, she's in charge of crime, encouraging people to actually do something which might lead to a crime. Mm. Well done. Yeah. Mine are Philip Green, Department of Transport, and Rada. Rada. What? What would you you choose? My one, mm. Dawn. Philip Green, Rada. Rada. And what's the other one? Department again? of Transport for the motorways. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go for the Department of Transport. Oh, I like that. Because it's ridiculous. Yeah. It is. Because so it's just like one junction. What's the point? It's literally like saying, you can't, if you walk out of this room here, go that way around the back of the chairs, because yeah. the air in the middle of the room is yeah. not as good as the air is over there. But that's what they are doing in but buildings. Actually, I mean, you might have noticed that, it, but they are doing the first doing time that. all three planks are government, basically. That's interesting, isn't it? <laughs> government, so, yeah. Let's yeah, just so nominate Department the government. Transport, <laughs> Department of Transport, COVID marshals, yeah. and... Kit Malthouse. Did we vote on Well, we need a bigger plank. <laughs> well, I mean, it's up to you guys now what we do because um, I would be happy for any of those three to win. I mean, I suppose the Department of Transport's not COVID related. No, the no, other two, the other two are linked, aren't they? I like my marshals. You like the marshals? I'd be happy with the marshals as number one. They deserve yeah, it. It's, it's a, I think it's a fine line between people that would grass mm. up their own mm. next door neighbours yeah. and the marshals. Yeah, it's very close, yeah. Well, the marshals, by definition, are grasses, aren't they? Yeah. Because they're going out looking yeah. for things to, to find and fault with. And I bet with. Kit Moorhouse will be first in the line to volunteer. Yeah. So yeah. Let's Well, we could make him number two, make them number let's one. Go, let's oh, go yeah. for the marshals. And Department of Transport, Perfect. number three. Yeah. yeah. That sounds yeah, all right. So here we, yeah. this is now the first time I get to do this. Plank of the week is the COVID marshals. And that remains, uh, I would think, a pretty good choice for this week. Kit Walthouse coming in a very close second. Um, I'm not actually going to send this to any COVID marshals because there might be a rule law against that. But uh, thank you, Dawn Neeson. Disinfect it. I would. Thank you, Dawn Neeson. Thank you, my Uh We'll see you next week. Thank you.